liberty lockdown please scan your barcode your liberty ain't gone but yeah it's on hold where did it come from and where did it go it requires a fight not tweeting from your phone don't need a king get him off the fucking throne if you're riding with the thought you've always got a home the virus is scared of will come and it'll go the government knows just don't get treated like a hoe If you're unlike the American Civil Liberties Union and you actually believe in civil liberties and your right to bodily autonomy and medical privacy and you work for somebody who has, after decades of you just giving your all to their organization, have turned around and told you, guess what, Clint? You don't have a right to bodily autonomy or medical privacy. You don't need to work for someone that treats you like that. In fact, you shouldn't. And there are tens of thousands of people across this country that are drawing that line in the sand and practicing what they preach. And what they preach is that I have a right. You don't have that right just because you employ me. We have the, we have the option to choose a better path. There has never been a better time to get a job. Tons, millions of job opportunities and openings that are not being addressed. There are not getting enough applicants because so many people are on the dole right now. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. Do not wait. Go to crash.co forward slash daily to get some information on how to be a better applicant to get that job. It's a free daily newsletter. Costs you nothing. Sign up today. Crash.co forward slash daily. Welcome to a very angry edition of Liberty Lockdown. I just got news from the ACLU, the American Civil Liberties Union, that they are, in fact, endorsing mandating the V. I'm going to say V throughout to try and you know not run afoul of the BS. Yeah, American Civil Liberties Union. Civil Liberties Union. Just want to really emphasize the title of their organization given that they have abdicated that role entirely. They are owned. Let's get into it. Let's read this godforsaken New York Times article and uh, see how we feel about things. Huh? Good God. We work at the ACLU. Here's what we think about V mandates. Do V mandates violate civil liberties? Some who have refused V claim as much. We disagree. At the ACLU, we are not shy about defending civil liberties, even when they are very unpopular. Okay. Uh, but we see no civil liberties problem with requiring COVID-19 V in most circumstances. While the permissibility of in most circumstances, incredible. While, while the permissibility of requiring Vs for particular disease depends on several factors, when it comes to COVID-19, all considerations point in the same direction. The disease is highly transmissible, serious, and often lethal. The V are safe and effective. <laughs> Talk about an assertion. Oh, God. And crucially, there is no equally effective alternative available to protect public health. There's no evidence for that either, but moving on. In fact, far from compromising civil liberties, oh. <laughs> the mandates actually further civil liberties, you sons of bitches. Oh. <laughs> they protect the most vulnerable among us, including people with disabilities and fragile immune systems, children too young to be veed, and communities of color hit hard by the disease. Can we get into the fact that only 30% of African Americans have had it, that have had the V? You want to talk about protecting communities of color hit hard by the, the disease. Maybe, maybe you should consider the fact that those are the people that very much do not want it. Do you care about their civil liberties? 
V requirements also safeguard those whose work involves regular exposure to the public, like teachers, doctors, and nurses, bus drivers, and grocery store employees, and by inoculating people from the disease's worst effects, the V offers the promise of restoring to all of us our most basic liberties. Good God. This is Stockholm Syndrome. You have essentially just accepted that you will be a slave eternally unless you do as they demand. Really a horrifying position to take. Horrifying. Uh, eventually allowing us to return safely to life as we knew it in schools and in the houses of worship and political meetings, not to mention at restaurants, bars, and gatherings with family and friends. I've been doing all that for an entire year and a half, so I don't really give a fuck about your rules. Here's why civil liberties objections to COVID V mandates are generally unfounded. Yeah, here we go. These are a justifiable intrusion on... <laughs> <laughs> you sons of bitches. <laughs> These are a justifiable intrusion on autonomy and bodily integrity. In what world? Jesus. That may sound ominous because we all have the fundamental right to bodily <laughs> integrity and to make our own healthcare decisions. Do we? Do we know? But these rights are not absolute. They do not incl include the right to inflict harm on others. Here we go. This is the Walter Block argument. Jesus. While V mandates are not always permissible, they rarely run afoul of similarities. <laughs> I'm sorry, every time they say this, it's just crazy to me. While V mandates are not always permissible, they rarely run afoul of civil, liber civil liberties when they involve highly infectious and devastating diseases like COVID-19. Uh, it's, not, it's not devastating. I'm sorry. It's only devastating for those that are at risk, as we all know now. And this is just... A bizarre assertion and i hate the fact that we're still pretending that young healthy people are really a danger it drives me nuts although although this disease is novel v mandates are not yet you're correct about that i'll grant you that schools healthcare facilities the u.s military and many other institutions have long required v for contagious disease like mumps and measles that pose far less risk than the uh, cv does today in the united states alone more than 39 million people have been infected with C-19, and more than 600,000 people have died. I don't believe that, but regardless, people with intellectual and physical disabilities are more likely to contract COVID-19. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't actually believe that. Uh, I mean, maybe the physical, I don't, intellectual. <laughs> you're, you're so dumb, you got it. Uh, that's a bizarre assertion. And they have much higher rates of hospitalization and death. Children's hospitals in Georgia, Louisiana, and other states are reporting high admissions of infectious uh, infected patients, and many are running out of beds. That's actually not true. And uh, I've, I could provide some evidence. I didn't pull it up because I haven't read this yet. I just wanted to dive in sight unseen so I could really let my first reading uh, impact y'all. Uh, but the truth is that there have been thousands of nurses that have been furloughed over the past year and a half. Uh, largely because we stopped doing, um, you know, non-life-threatening treatment like, oh, I don't know, screening for cancer and things like that. So a whole bunch of nurses have been furloughed. That's a fact. You can look it up. There are thousands and thousands of nurses have been furloughed. When they say that ICU beds are, are overflowing, in reality, what they're, what they're not telling you is that there are additional ICU beds. There aren't enough nurses to attend to them. And now that they are mandating the V, many of those nurses are protesting en masse and walking off the job en masse, creating a greater shortage, which makes less and less nurses to man those ICU beds. So who is actually creating the problem here? I think it's a pretty, pretty clear answer. Uh, 
Even though the FDA and independent medical experts have found C19Vs to be extremely safe and highly effective. Oh, God. Appealed to authority. Fallacy. Uh, a sizable portion of the eligible population has chosen not to be V'd. Yeah, that's right. We haven't because we don't trust you motherfuckers. In this context, C19Vs mandates, uh, much like uh, mass mandates are public health measures necessary to protect people from severe illness and death. Well, mass mandates didn't work either. Anyways, they are therefore permissible in many settings where the unveed pose a risk to others, including schools and universities, hospitals, restaurants, and bars, workplaces, and businesses open to the public. Well, if that were the case, then we should be mandated to wear a mask forever and from the inception of time because contagious items, whatever, viruses, whatever, Everything, bacterial infection, everything. You should have you should have been mandating mask use forever if they are efficacious and they actually pre prevent the transmission of infectious disease. You should have. So you have to explain to me why all of human history is changed in this moment. Go ahead. Explain to me why. Waiting. Oh, no, no, no response. Okay, moving on. Uh, while limited exceptions are necessary, most people can be required to be V'd. Any V mandate should have exceptions for those for whom the V is medically contraindicated, such as people who have allergies to it. Oh, well, that's nice. That's nice that you give uh, one exception to your unbelievably totalitarian dictate. Very cool. What about the people that just think it might not be good for them? Is that okay? Do you not trust them? Because I thought you, you valued bodily autonomy and uh, medical privacy, all those things. No? Okay. Just making sure. Uh, the absence of su such exceptions would directly undermine the public health goals of a mandate, although other mandatory precautions like masking, social distancing, regular testing, or working remotely may be appropriate. Where a V is not medically contraindicated, however, avoiding a deadly threat to the public health typically outweighs personal autonomy and individual freedom. What about those who object to Vs on religious grounds? Ah, fuck them, right? Like personal autonomy, religious freedom is an essential right, but not an unfettered license to inflict harm on others. <laughs> As the Supreme Court explains more than 75 years ago in Prince V versus Massachusetts, I don't give a fuck what the Supreme Court has to say about this, to be honest, but I'll read it anyways. The right to practice religion freely does not include liberty to expose the community or the child to communicable disease or the latter to ill health or death, end quote. In the employment context, federal law requires religious accommodations in some circumstances, but not if they would cause a, an undue hardship to the employer. Refusing a C-19V poses a direct threat to the health and safety of others in the workplace and likely amounts to an undue hardship unless the employer can devise some other accommodations for the employee, such as working from home. Some have obtained uh, objected that in practice, V mandates may have disparate effects on disadvantaged communities. Yeah, or individuals. Such concerns need to be taken seriously, but they don't justify refusal to be V'd. Oh, take them seriously, but disregard them. Fun little pivot there. We're going to take them seriously that you are rejecting our demands, uh, but ultimately, you still can't refuse. Very civil liberties of you. Very. Every effort should be made to ensure that these are equally available to all without obstacles post posed by cost, race, immigration status, geography, or job responsibilities. Some undocumented people reportedly have been turned away from V sites because they lack a government ID, for instance, while others have confronted obstacles related to cost. Who? Who has had an obstacle related to cost? Transportation or additional requirements imposed by V clinics. Oh, should we have them driven to their houses or should we just have, a, have Uber mandated to take them to the clinic to get it done? Let's let's see some property while we're 
completely abandoning any sense of civil liberties in this country. Let's do that. You monsters. Public health officials should take concrete steps to counter the hesitancy among communities of color. You fucking idiot minorities that are actually thinking for yourselves. How dare you? Ugh. Whose past discriminatory treatment has understandably sown mistrust. Employees, uh, employers imposing mandates should afford workers paid time off as needed to obtain a V and to manage potential side effects. Oh, we're going to talk about side effects now, are we? Oh, look at you. I, can't, I, thought, I thought for sure you guys wouldn't go there. <laughs> and people should be permitted to offer written proof of V rather than requiring proof via smartphone app so as to not disadvantage those who can't afford a smartphone. Oh, my God. <sighs> How can you make an exception for that? Like, oh, God damn it. You guys are evil. But where Vs are widely available, equity concerns actually argue in favor. Oh, but where V... Vs are widely available. Equity concerns actually argue in favor of V mandates precisely because disadvantaged communities have been disproportionately harmed by this disease. So you're bearing the brunt of it. Allegedly, you're getting more cases of it as the minority community. And now you will also bear the brunt of the dictatorship like response to make sure that you do as they demand. I don't know. I don't know about you. But if I had had syphilis and all sorts of other experiments done on me as a community in the past hundred years, and then someone said to me, well, this disease is disproportionately affecting your population. So I'm going to need to force something into your body to alleviate this issue. Would you trust them? Would that add to your trust? Would it make you feel better? Like these people actually care about you? Or would it make you say, this is a repeat of recent history. And my response is a hard and now deepened, no, we'll not do it. Oh, my God. Uh, but where vaccines are widely available, equity concerns actually argue, oh, there we go. Uh, these are reasons to make the vaccine easier to get, not for opposing V mandates altogether. The real threat to civil liberties come from states banning Vs and mass mandates. That's an interesting little play there. If you notice, they don't say banning V mandates. They say banning V and mass mandates, implying that there has been states that have actually banned the V, which is not true. They have strictly banned the mandate. You, it's a very, it's a very clever, subtle way to make you think that there are laws that have been written amongst red states that don't exist. Do not let them trick you. Even though most C-19 V mandates do not infringe civil liberties, how? You haven't even like you haven't even asserted how really several states, including Florida, Iowa, South Carolina, Texas, have banned V mandates or mass mandates and sometimes both. See, there you go. And in the very next sentence, they actually put the mandates after the V to clarify. That's tricky as fuck. And sometimes both in the name of freedom. Yeah, because that's that's what it is. It's freedom. It's freedom to decide. But these bans directly endanger the public health and make more deaths from the disease inevitable. They trample the rights of the most vulnerable who want to participate in society without putting their health at grave risk. If that's true, those people can go and get the V. Are you, are you saying it doesn't work? Because if that's what you're saying, then none of this makes sense. So it's one or the other. Either it works, in which case those people that want to get back to their society and live normally have that option. Right? Or you're alleging that it doesn't. Make up your mind. 
We care deeply about civil liberties and civil rights for all, which is precisely why we support V mandates, you motherfuckers. Disgusting, despicable, ACLU, no more. You don't exist. Your opinion, if you, if you are a libertarian sending money to the ACLU, stop it. They should have lawsuits filed against them for even pretending to represent civil liberties in this country. You're dead to me. You're dead to me. Gone. Oh, it gets better, though. I have a counter. I have a counter document that you might be interested in. I'll tell you who wrote it in a little bit, but let's read a little bit. OK. Lessons from history. American history contains vivid reminders that grafting the values of law enforcement and national security onto public health is both ineffective and dangerous. Too often, fears aroused by disease and epidemics have justified abuses of state power. Oh, ding, ding, ding. Highly discriminatory and forcible V and quarantine measures adopted in response to outbreaks of the plague and smallpox over the past century have consistently accelerated rather than slowed the spread of disease while fomenting public distrust and in some cases, riots. How do you like that? The lessons from history should be kept in mind whenever we are told by government officials that tough liberty limiting liberty limiting actions are needed to protect us from dangerous diseases. Specifically, coercion and brute force are rarely necessary. In fact, they are generally counterproductive. They gratuitously breed public distrust and encourage the people who are most in need of care to evade public health authorities. Good point. Anonymous. On the other hand, Effective preventative strategies that rely on voluntary participation do work. Voluntary. Keyword. Simply put, people do not want to contract smallpox, influenza, or other dangerous diseases. Oh, you think? Oh, they want positive government help in avoiding and treating disease. As long as public officials are working to help people rather than to punish them, people are likely to engage willingly in any and all efforts to keep their families and community healthy. People like to stay alive. News breaking. At 11, minorities and other socially disadvantaged populations tend to bear the brunt of tough public health measures like stop and frisk in New York City for the past 20 years. I had a problem with that. Did you? Oh, let's find out who wrote this. Pandemic preparedness, the need for a public health, not a law enforcement national security approach written by George J. Ennis, Wendy K. Mariner and Wendy E. Barmet of the American Civil Liberties Union. So the very organization that comes out today, just as V mandates are being implemented across this country, the same organization months prior wrote a very good counter to the very argument they now propagate today. Y'all are bought. Y'all are bought. I don't know. I don't know who or how or what. I have no details to back this up other than the fact that you are directly contradicting a very concise argument against this very premise you lay out and support today. You make me fucking sick. Okay? You don't represent civil liberties in America. Uh, period. Period. You even list all of the reasons that I would list as to why Oh, oh shit, this was written in January 2008, back in Sanityville. 13 years ago, you guys actually believed in civil liberties. 13 years ago. What happened? What changed? Other than the World Economic Forum, Build Back Better, all of that. 
What changed? Civil liberties, the idea of civil liberties didn't change. Sorry, didn't happen. Y'all did. Y'all changed. You fucking frauds. So, there you have it. There you have it. The American Civil Liberties Union, 13 years ago, told you all the reasons that V-mandates are a non-starter. And in fact, in direct contravention of anybody that would believe or propagate the idea of civil liberties. They said it, not me, which is fucking glorious. In your fucking face, you bitches. You lying, fraudulent, pathetic. Oh. Oh, I got you dead to rights. I got you dead to rights. 13 years ago, you wrote an article. You wrote a big ass pamphlet about how we should deal with a pandemic. And in it, you contradict yourself today in the New York Times. Kobe. Big shout out to everybody that's been with me since Jump Street. Appreciate y'all. Welcome to Liberty Lockdown, please scan your barcode Your liberty ain't gone, but yeah, it's on hold Where did it come from and where did it go? It requires a fight, not tweet from your phone Don't need a king, get him off the fucking throne If you're riding with the thought, you've always got a home The virus is scared of, will come and it'll go The government knows, just don't get treated like a hoe Like Nico and Shane, you're probably wondering what's happening Scared Hollywood, lefties lyrical feminine A typo in Luke might bring them nooses We all bite the bullet, I'm the king of the gooses Freckles and Brit, didn't know I could spit Knew I was a patriot, but now I'm a shit Peter Quinones invite me on Which podcast sends custom songs Part of the problem, now I stand with the people Dave showed the way but I am unequal Lions of Liberty now hear me roar Beat running up but I got a bit more Robbie the Fire always running his mouth But I made him a sandwich, now I'm man of the house The malice for Nick, but you're welcome to quit I went over BLM with a fire I spit Friends against government just call us fags Copy the Cairo, put mummies in the bag Liable opinions get thrown on the ground Silky smooth Tom was the only sound Getting so hot must be air July Screaming in the mic a rip of 59 Miles to ratio that black guns matter Now all these lefties got crazy small bladders None of us wanted war but we're ready You know I be bopping and rock steady Liberty lockdown please scan your barcode Your liberty ain't gone but yeah it's on hold Where did it come from and where did it go It requires a fight not tweeting from your phone Don't need a king get them off the fucking throne If you're riding with the thought you've always got a home The virus is scared of will come and it'll go The government knows this don't get treated like a hoe